All right, and welcome back to Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. Today, we're going to be talking about the four fitness myths that basically hold back women from getting stronger. Now, these aren't the only fitness myths. I might actually do a part two because it was hard to narrow it down to four. But these are very common ones that I see a lot, a lot of information given out that relates to this, even from other coaches, which is like very, very concerning. But we're going to go over them one by one because I want you to be as strong as possible. I want to make you make sure you're a badass lifter. And these four myths are not doing that. And what we'll talk about is kind of like, what are these myths, why they're myths, and what you should believe instead so that we can set yourself up for being as strong as possible in the future. Now I'm going to do the first one. Some of you have probably heard of this one before. Uh, it's very common, it's a common concern, and but I'm going to kind of take it from a different angle, and that is that if I lift weights or if I lift heavy weights, that I will become bulky. Now I think there's kind of a missed connection here between coaches and women who believe this, and I'll kind of explain what I mean. A lot of women will say, like, I don't want to lift weights because I'll become bulky. The coach who has heard this, you know, several dozen, if not hundreds of times, will be like, oh, you're not going to get bulky, don't worry, um, and kind of talks about why you won't get bulky, and we're going to do that here too. But I think the problem that happens here is the woman wants to not get bulky, and she has a person in mind. So it's not necessarily that she doesn't want to look like a man, which I think is what we picture as coaches when we say bulky, but there's actually a build she's trying to avoid. And so by us saying you won't get bulky, um, the person goes, well, I know bulky women. So it ends up being like we lose credibility as coaches because we don't take the concern seriously. And the woman doesn't trust us to give information because we haven't really addressed the concern of the look she's actually trying to avoid. And I think we need to reframe how we talk about this. The first thing I do with women who are concerned about getting bulky is for them to give an example of what a bulky woman looks like. And this can either be a person in mind, this can either be a photo of somebody. And then I can kind of understand, okay, what is the look she's concerned about doing? Now, as everybody knows, I always try and build confidence from within. I don't really care what the people look like. I just want to make them strong. But I think it's important if they're not looking for that look, kind of what it would take to actually get there. Because sometimes you're looking at bodybuilding women, sometimes you're looking at like very athletic CrossFit women are kind of the example, or just somebody with a larger build than themselves. And I think the conversation we need to have here is like, can women get bulky with weight training? And technically, the answer is yes, but the lifting weights is, such a, is only a small part of it. And you would have to really gun for that look. Like you were talking like training six, seven days a week, having all the food. Um, honestly, probably some kind of drug enhancement, depending on who you're talking about. The idea that it would happen accidentally is very, almost impossible. I don't want to say impossible for sure, because I'm sure there's someone who knows like one person where it happened, but the chances are extremely small. You, you would have to really want it. I think that's kind of the important, is that if you want to get bulky with weight training, you would really have to gun for it in like a very determined way and it would take years and it would probably take a little bit of steroids or something like that 
So I would say like it's not going to happen accidentally in your journey. Not, and your concern is valid, but I want you to get as strong as possible. And I don't want you to think like, oh, if I'm going from five pound weights, 10 pound weights, like that's going to be where the bulk zone happens. That's not what we're looking for here. If you don't want to get bulky with weight training, you won't. It, it, it won't happen by accident. And also, even if you did get bulky by weight training, it would be a gradual process. It would not be like one day, you know, you're a smaller physique and then you know a week later you suddenly just get like a mountain of muscle that's not really how it works it takes years over time for the women who do get to you know the supposed bulky level so i would say don't worry about it too much and if you were getting to a point where you feel overly muscular and you don't like that look um you know again as the coach myself i literally like don't care what your weight is i don't care what you look like that's not what i'm here to do but i would say it is not really a major concern you should be worrying about and yeah, just don't worry about it. The second one that comes up is that for people who are new, they can find the free weight area very intimidating is probably the best way that I would look towards it or like using a barbell is very intimidating or like the kind of the heavier weights as it seems. So what a lot of women will do is they'll stay on machines. Machines are, I would say almost like the safe space of the gym where you know, the machine tells you how to do things. It's very hard to lose technique or get hurt during the machines. And also you're kind of like put into a corner for the most part. So like you're not in the main zone as opposed to a squat rack, which almost feels like a stage sometimes. The problem with machines, and I want to clarify that machines do have a place. Um, I use machines with my clients. Um, they will not be entirely machines, but there is a place for them. So this is not me saying don't use them at all. But the problem with that is that even though you're working the muscle group, it does not mean you're making that muscle stronger because you were not learning the techniques necessary. Kind of an example of this is like, let's say you were using like a hack squat or like, which is basically like a squatting machine, but you don't have to worry about balance. The problem with that is, is that if you go from the hack squat to regular squatting, you have not built any of the stabilizers and you haven't built any of the balance or coordination to do an actual squat. So. This is also why I'm not big on Smith machine squatting because while it, you know, might be safer, it, the truth is, is that it's not safer for life. It's only safer for that movement because you're not actually learning how to do the movement itself. The better approach would be to, if you're worried about back squatting with a barbell is learn how to do it with a lighter weight, learn how to do it or learn how to do it with body weight learn slowly with smaller weights and slowly build up so that you can feel comfortable doing the heavier weight so when you finally get to that heavier weight you've built enough of a technique base that when you hit the heavier weights you're not going to be in jeopardy machines do have their place i use them a lot for just like for women who want to build a little bit of extra muscle most of the time it's like for some kind of hypertrophy work or things like that. But they, I, I would never do a workout program that is exclusively machines because you wouldn't be working the technique and skills that you need to get stronger. So I would say that's kind of the second myth is I think like machines have their place, but they should not be the foundation of the program. Third one I see a lot, and I think this really comes from like the toning world for a better name but it's lightweight, lots of reps. So I'll see these programs that are basically like, we're gonna do 80 squats and 30 kettlebell swings and 
um, lots of very lightweight, lots of body weight, lots of what is, you know, kind of known as toning. This, well, first let's, let's address toning. So toning is a buzzword. It doesn't mean anything. Essentially, toning is a certain look that normally means someone who is a light body weight while also having some muscle definition. That is what toning stands for. Toning is not achieved. Well, one, you shouldn't go for toning anyways. You should build your strength from the inside and going for a toning look has its own like psychological problems. If you want to gain strength, you're going to need to lift heavier weight at some point. Lightweight, lots of reps has its place to a degree. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to build strength, how strength would work is you have to build the right adaptation. So you need to lift heavier weight so that your body's like, okay, she's lifting heavier weight now. We need to give her the strength for the next workout. So like kind of like what I mentioned in my past podcast, which was like, you don't get stronger in the gym. You get stronger during rest. That I think is important because if you're just doing light body weight stuff or like glute kickbacks for like sets of 30 or anything like that, you're not giving your body the stimulus it needs to get stronger. You can have even... You know, if you're doing a part of the programming that is lightweight, lots of reps, you know, maybe like sets of 12 to 15, something along those lines, it still needs to be heavy enough that you're providing a stimulus to the body so the body feels the need to get stronger over time. So for the people who are doing, and I think like for people who don't see the results, sometimes they feel the answer is even more reps. And it's not. It's, it's not the answer and you're kind of just like double downing on the thing that didn't help you. You need to reframe the strategy, build a program that has sets of five, sets of eight, that works the strength you were looking for and you'll get stronger over time. So your, your program should change over time. You can't do like the same four week program forever and ever. But part of that will need to be uh, heavier weight. That's how you get stronger. That's the, and if you're not sure what weight you should use, because heavy is relative, right? Like heavy is relative to you as the individual. You will need to kind of gauge it on what I like to do as like an out of 10 difficulty scale. So instead of being like, this is a heavy weight, I shouldn't lift this, be like, well, how hard was this actually? And if it's a five out of 10, six out of 10, seven out of 10, even eight out of 10, you probably can increase the weight next time and you can kind of gauge it like that and you should base it more on like how heavy that felt as opposed to how heavy it looks because a lot of women i've noticed really underestimate how strong they can become they'll kind of see like a big barbell or like a heavy dumbbell and they'll be like there's no way i could lift that but when you actually get them to lift it they were totally fine and completely ready for that for that uh weight and it's a great time when that happens because we're like we're overcoming obstacles we're overcoming mental blocks in that case where you thought like you couldn't lift that before and now you can and then you realize you're awesome and you can get stronger and that's that's amazing and this kind of comes back to kind of like the fourth myth that i see all the time and that is i need to do a lot of work to get stronger can you do no work and get stronger obviously not i think the problem with that is though is that you'll see a lot of beginner lifters just crush themselves. We see this a lot in January. I imagine we're going to see this a lot after the pandemic where people will be going in six times a week, every muscle group crushing themselves in the gym. And the truth is, is that for you to get stronger is really a quality over quantity kind of training. That's the 
that's the main thing and like it's it matters more what movements you are doing and the quality of your technique than it actually does you know how many you know how many sets you're doing how long you're in the gym how long you're in the gym is pretty irrelevant sometimes i see some people being like i was in the gym for three hours and i'm sweating through my shirt and i'm like that's pretty irrelevant um what you do in your program matters a lot more than how hard you work and i know that goes against a lot of like media talk especially like you see commercials and these crazy athletes are doing insane stuff but um quality over quantity that's kind of what I mentioned here as well that I think is really, really important. And these are the four common fitness myths that I see. I would love to know in the future what fitness myths you would like me to cover, or if you have heard something and you're not too sure if it's true or not, let me know. I'm happy to go over for the podcast episode, or I'll just message you directly, and we can kind of crush this myth together. But otherwise, um, thanks for listening, and have a great day. Thanks again for listening to an episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. I really do appreciate it. Um, if you're a woman who is looking to get strong and feel confident and you want to focus on training that is not about appearance or weight loss or thinking you have to look a certain way, um, I highly encourage you to use the link in the description of this episode to apply to the Badass Lifter program. That's what the program's about. It's not about being a certain weight. It's not about looking a certain way. It's about you know building your confidence from within on what your body is able to do as opposed to what it's supposed to look like. Link is in the description of the podcast episode. I just wanted to say thanks again for watching and have a great day.